Welcome to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody After the Show podcast. All right, bear with me here because it's going to get a little philosophical. We're bearing with you every Sam's day, Sam. Sam's getting philosophical. Yeah. Technology. Okay. It helps our lives. It makes it quicker. It, it makes everything wonderful. I'm but, grateful for it in the medical world especially. And I don't think anybody's studied this yet because it hasn't been around long enough, but is it going to make us dumber because we don't yes. think as much? We don't problem solve. The reason I th- say this is because um, I have such a tendency to say, Google it. Mm-hmm. Like in here, something will come up like a problem or a question. Yeah. And it's like, we sit here like, well, uh, let's see, what was that? What was, and it's like, well, it's right there. Google it. Yeah. And, and I think about in school, all the things we learned, even the stuff you've forgotten, mm-hmm. doesn't matter because I can Google it. You know, it still if you matters, forgot who the though. 14th president was. No, I mean, but the 14th president is not the same thing as learning how something works, how a tree grows. And getting it and going, oh, or when you get a math formula and you know how to do it. Like there's there's nothing that can take the place, not even Google, of the feeling that comes along with learning something and having a moment okay. with it. Okay, that math formula, you know, I got gotcha. Or understanding how to work the problem. Right. And you could probably get that on Google. You know, what's the formula for a, yeah. a quadrilateral blob, an isosceles triangle? Yeah. Uh, Google it. Google how does that work? Google. Yeah, but that's all left brain stuff. And I think that if you, as you learn, that's what helps your right brain. If you're going to come up with creative ideas, mm-hmm. you got to have something to start from. And that's going to start, you know, pretty much in your mind. I see what you're saying. I don't know that it's dumber. I think it potentially makes us more reactive. Or if you really just aren't interested in something at all, you're not going to take the time to learn right. it because you know that you can, you know, go look it up. I just, I think it's so much information access that the uh, it's almost the opposite effect you can google it all that you want you're probably gonna have a tough time remembering it all because Mm -hmm. you some of those things you only need in the moment that's it yeah and repetition is the key to memory so if it doesn't stick yeah but almost like things aren't going deep enough in into your brain they're all surface yeah Yeah. and that's a it's interesting because it's probably going to be different by generation I, I would have to watch like our you know daughters Taylor and Phoebe for example who have grown up in a world where they could always Google everything. Where I, I consider us to be that lucky generation that really has a feet in both our feet yeah. in both places. We right? absolutely yeah. are. Computers were very new whenever we were coming up through school. They weren't very functional except for math and some other things. You know, we the, lived the, in both worlds. Yeah, I mean the the, the internet uh, you know magically appeared when we were young. But we were operating before that world also. Yeah. So we live, we actually have both. I think Googling is a fantastic tool, yeah. and I, I use it constantly also. But I think the things that I've learned over the years, you also have the ability to judge, filter, and make a decision yourself by weighing options yeah. because you've learned other things. In other words, you don't take what you see on Google at face value. This is it. That would be like saying Wikipedia is the answer to everything, yeah. right? And, and the thing is, I think because we have our feet in both eras, we are we have We're the wired. knowledge to know that, okay, well, it let's says it, but. test this or let's check it out. Whereas is our younger generation is going to be more apt to just. Yeah, it must be. You know, I'm, I'm thinking of another example is ways or maps. Yeah. You know, we learned how to find a place. Yeah. Whereas nowadays, I don't even know how to find it. Just pop it in. I know that all that still boggles my mind because I don't like using maps. I don't like to have to depend on my device to tell me how to get somewhere when I'm driving somewhere. You sound like a guy. 
<laughs> I know where to go. Yeah, I'm not stopping and asking directions for anyone. No, no, but I can remember when I was first driving, my stepdad, I remember having to, I, I would, if I'm going on a trip, I went to see my cousins once. First time I went out of town by myself in my little CRX car. And before leaving, I talked to him about how, you know, how long do I stay on this interstate, mm-hmm. you know, and where do I get off and what do you recommend for stopping, you know, gas stations and things like that. And I had to get all those questions answered for my own peace of mind before I got on the road. Right. Not that I couldn't have stopped and asked or not that I didn't have a map. And he gave me the he gave me the whole map thing. Well, you need to have a map and here's the map. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, OK, but. Today, if Taylor or Phoebe were about to head to the same place to see our cousins, they'd be like, oh, I'm just going to put it in my phone. See ya. And that's weird to me. It's still weird to me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I to don't not know. think about it ahead, not have to think about I, it ahead of time. See, like for me, using Waze or one of those, I use it for traffic warnings or so you know, issues. Because if I go pick up the twins, it's an hour and a half drive. Mm-hmm. I punch it in. I know how to get there blindfolded. Right. Yeah. But I punch That's it in because it says, oh, if you go the, your, your usual way, it's going to cost you an extra 30 minutes. Yeah. Or there's a speed trap ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Murphy <laughs> Railroad loves tracks. That. Murphy loves ways so, for yeah, that reason. But, you know, the, the other side of that is it's good that you have technology. There are certain things that you just don't. It's cool that you learned them, mm-hmm. but you don't really have to know how certain things work anymore because you're not building these things from scratch anymore. Yeah. And all I can figure is like, you know, my grandfather, if the lawnmower broke, uh-huh. he was going to fix it, fix it and replace the parts. Period. Not that I would not that I wouldn't fix it, but there are certain parts that you don't even need anymore. Yeah. Or if you're using electric or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So technology is the game changer anyway. Everything. So some of those things are just not important to learn anymore anyway mm-hmm. um yeah it's a lost when, art when, that, that 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 man who can fix that fix the yeah. lawnmower but but hey, with with that lost art you can go on youtube and figure it out I know. true well, see, which i guess makes you smarter not dumber right exactly and um and as long as you understand that there are risks about fixing certain things oh, you yeah. know like electrical and you know you don't mess with natural gas or whatever you know let an expert do that kind of stuff but for me you know that the coolest technological change for me, and I know it's not the same thing as Googling, is the insulin pump yep. because it keeps changing. Mm-hmm. When when I was first diagnosed with type 1 in uh, 1999, that's when onset hit. And just for the refresher, for anybody, type 1 diabetes, you can't control it. There's nothing you do to cause it. Your body has a trigger. It's genetic. And one day you're making insulin. The next day, you're not. Your pancreas stops making it. That's you know, you get very story. sick. Yeah. So quickly. you so you know you're immediately put on shots. And before the insulin pump, um, shots were really the only way to you know to, to do this. And the insulin pump was invented by the same dude who invented the Segway. The Segway, which yeah. is not used anymore, right? Don't they? Didn't they stop making the Segway? I think they stopped making them, or they sold the company. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like uh, I've seen some, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so the, you know the insulin pump started out to be something that you programmed, and it really wasn't a smart, smart pump. It had numbers, and it could do cal- basic calculations, but you had to do the thinking yeah. you know, to, to, to dispense. When I eat, what's my sugar? Enter my sugar, blood sugar number. Okay, boom, it'll calculate this. Great. And you know, you fast forward 15 years, you've got something called a continuous glucose monitor, which you can also wear so you don't have to stick your finger anymore. 
and it's a little transmitter, and it measures your blood sugar for you. And you change you don't that have thing. To think as week. much yeah. because of technology, right, like Sam is saying. The two communicate to each other, and now, um, you know, it's it's to the point where the FDA has approved the ability for these pumps to automatically dispense more insulin. Mm-hmm. So you've got even tighter control. There, there, there are restrictions on the amount that it can do because insulin is a dangerous thing if you to give yourself too much but um but the next generation of pump that i will have access to i guess here in the next year and a half or so is called a dumb pump believe it or not and it's kind of funny that's <laughs> what they're calling it because mm-hmm. you still have the two pieces Never. you have the part with the insulin in it which is the you know the pump and you attach all that stuff yourself through an infusion set which is like a needle and then you have the little transmitter that measures your blood sugar constantly but the brain right now of the pump that does all the calculations is in the pump. Mm-hmm. That's no longer going to be the case pretty soon for some pumps. And I don't know how they're going to do this part. It's going to the, the brains will be in your smartphone. So you're and you're the, connected to your pump. Yeah, the pump and the transmitter of the you know they they just all they do is communicate. Here's what's up. Here's mm-hmm. what's up. Well, one re- responds and the other you know takes readings. Yeah, and your phone is going to control. My only no, thing so is like okay, your phone. Well, right, exactly that part. And I'm Especially sure <laughs> I'm sure they've built. Has anybody seen my phone? I'm going low. Yeah, you know. So you know, I don't know what the pump well, actually does, but that's kind of cool, you know. You know that with us being in both worlds, you were brought up or you learned it from having to count, you know, count, yes. count carbs and all that and in your head before then you give. ate anything and yes. you gave yourself. Right. But with the dumb pump, technically, you could just bop through life. Well, mm-hmm. not really. I mean, you still have to c- count carbs because you have to understand how much insulin you're going to wind up using. Mm. The more carbs you eat, okay. the more more insulin that pump dispenses. And you will gain weight. I mean, that's the whole thing. You can, you can actually still maintain tight control over type 1 diabetes, but gain weight because you're not regulating gotcha. what you're eating. So, um, but yeah, it's, but it's, it, it's, it's tighter now. My, what they call A1C, my blood sugar levels have been great, really good over the last, I've always had tight levels, but I was doing it myself. It was, y'all, you know, you know yeah. that you've been with me since I was diagnosed. I mean, it just, it took so much mental math. It was very stressful to manage and it's still a little bit of a pain in the butt, but it does more thinking for me than it's ever done before. Mm-hmm. So it's great that I do know how, and yes, some of the fundamentals I still need to know, but I, honestly, I'm glad I don't have to stop, you know, prick my finger again, check my yeah. blood, because all these things I had to remember to stop, you know, and do free me up to do other things. Mm-hmm. It's all, and so that's, that's an awesome part of uh, is it not, yeah, of the medical, the medical part of it is awesome. Good. Yeah. Are we tapping into our brains less? Maybe so. Maybe so. We'll see in future generations. Yeah. Missed any part of the show? Get it all on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast.